Welcome back to the Cinemania World podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have a new episode of the Box Office Beatdown Show. This is the show where we go through the weekend's box office and tell you what they all mean. As always, for this show, I am joined by my co-host from LC Screen Talk and the Cinemania World team. We have Larry. Larry, how are you? Hey, I am doing all right. Uh, nice to hear from you. Um, how you doing? How's everything? How's your weekend been so far? It's all right. Just preparing for tonight's tonight. Golden Globes. Ooh, tonight and March as a whole. So it's going to be crazy. So everyone, uh, Larry and I are back here for the box office today. Uh, I figured we bring this show back. You know, March is the perfect time to bring this show back. because There's a lot of upcoming releases like bigger than usual releases that's going to be releasing in theaters. So uh, we want to see like what the box office kind of stand as of right now. Right now, I think we both kind of had the idea of what movies are really going to start, you know, uh, bringing in resurging, like resurging the box office and stuff. So I'm excited to get into that with you, Larry. And then um, each week we'll see how we, how, how the box office goes for a show. Um, Okay. So, this week, we are going through the box office for the weekend of February 26th, 2021. Uh, we had the opening releases, such as like Tom Tom and Jerry and My Zoe. That's it. Those are the opening movies that was re- released this weekend. So let's get right into it. Uh, Larry, what came in at number one? Coming in in the top spot is Tom and Jerry which brought in $13.71 million over its opening weekend of release. And the worldwide total currently is up to $38.8 million. And just a special note, that is the opening with the HBO Max playing alongside. And that marks the second biggest opening of the pandemic era behind Wonder Woman 1984. Yeah, so I saw this number, great number for uh for Tom and Jerry. Uh, you said worldwide it was thirty eight. Yes. So it did really well. Uh, this came out thir- This came out Friday. So it's the new release from uh, Warner Bros. and it's a part of this uh HBO Max deal. So wanted to get into this this number. Uh, you know, wanted to get your thoughts on the number first before I kind of say the piece why what what I think is going on and what's really going to help movie theaters going forward. Uh, what'd you think when you saw this? Yeah, this actually outperformed the Friday expectations as well, because they were anticipating mm-hmm. about 12.5. Yep. So this came in at 13.7, which is a, a decent bit above that. Uh, mm-hmm. I personally watched it on HBO Max, so I was one of the, the subscribers who stayed home and watched it. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. I guess I start to wonder how many people would actually still go see it in a movie theater if mm-hmm. um, if they didn't have HBO Max versus how many people are just like, well, I have it, so let's just give it a watch already. Yeah. Um, so that's a question. But, I mean, Warner Brothers now has the top three biggest openings of the pandemic with mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, Tom and Jerry, and Tenet. So it's a, I think it's a really strong number. We've seen family films have really been able to yeah. do well 
um, comparatively to the other films. We're going to talk about one next that has mm-hmm. just been a juggernaut of the pandemic. But yeah, it's another another family film really performing well. We saw it with the the grandpa movie. I'm like war with grandpa uh, mm-hmm. we saw it with ice uh, the crudes sorry not ice age now we're seeing it here so yeah yeah i uh i think so i i think this is a great number for uh warner bros and and, and, and tom and jerry and stuff uh because i wasn't expecting this big of a number i think 13.7 is a great one and then i've concluded that this is like family movies and like blockbusters are what's going to get, I mean, that happened before the pandemic, but like right now for something to, to research at the theater, it's these kind of movies. Uh, that's why I am, I am excited to, to, for the rest of the month because we have a couple of them, you know, coming out as far, oh, I think like one or two, uh, you know, coming out that could really help and boost the box office back into like some, some of like maybe go back to like the, the, uh, the first week of the virus, you know, when things started to lock down, at least to those numbers again. And, uh, you know, before theaters close and stuff. So I think this is a great number. Then going back to the HBO Max deal, as far as like, uh, as far as like comparing this to the, you know, comparing the numbers, we don't know what it did on HBO Max. I don't know if they've released those numbers. I doubt it probably way too, too early, but what I'm concluding is that yeah, family mo- family films and uh, and movies like you know like blockbusters like you know like a Wonder Woman or like those kind of films are what's gonna do these kind of uh, twenty or below kind of numbers. And Tenet it was like a blockbuster, but that I think I think the reason why that number was so big was more so because it was the first big movie coming you know in the theaters again. So I think with this deal, as far as families go. Uh, or, you know, when this started, I was like, I don't know if if uh, a family is going to want is going to choose to to like, you know, go to the theater when they have it at home. And uh, I, I really wonder what the number would be without the HBO Max kind of deal, like without it being on HBO Max already. I, I wonder what the number would be. Um, do you suspect it'll be it would be like a little bit higher or I think so, something sure, on the middle? I think for sure it would be higher if we didn't have the hbo max i wonder if it has to do with also the fact that kids haven't been at school so you know maybe parents are just looking for any and every reason to get out get them out um, yeah so they're not just in the house and you know when these family movies premiere at the movies they're like okay well that's the something to at least get us out and doing something anything we have an opportunity to do right now so you know because everybody's including the kids learning at home and everything so <laughs> yeah I, I i would i would i would like assume is that too trying to get the kids out and stuff but um yeah because when you go back to the other wb kind of releases that's been coming out throughout you know since the beginning of the year like the little things and judas they'll open up to like a small one or two mil uh the the bigger ones are the ones that are opening up to those kind of num to you know to like over 10 and stuff like that so and it's and it's it's always been the family films such as like the crudes and then earlier there's another one too that i'm blanking on um, that opened up really, really well as far as, you know, around the family time and stuff. So I think it just comes down to a lot of that and whatnot. I still haven't seen the movie, Tom and Jerry. Um, and I hear good things. So I was like, okay. It's eh, not it just premiered <laughs> anyway. So it's not like you've like waited weeks and weeks. But yeah, it'll, be, yeah. it'll be interesting, I think, next weekend 
with Raya because they're doing the premiere access. So you'll have to pay for it regardless, one way or Mm -hmm. the other. So I I, I am definitely interested to see if that plays into that box office more or less. But yeah, uh, it's another family film literally next weekend. So is Raya still 29? Uh yeah, I believe it's thirty. Yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, I'm interested to see how they because I feel like we didn't hear like crazy stuff about Mulan when it when it opened up. Did it did that premiere access, and that wasn't in theaters at least over here, you know. So I'm really interested to see how Raya does. I feel like it'll do well because I don't think people want to. If they, I feel like if people were gonna, if they wanted to spend thirty, they might as well just go to the theater. As far yeah. as like you know, with their family, get the kids out the house, get whoever out the house and whatnot. Um, I see it doing well as far as theaters go because of that family kind of aspect to it. So um, yeah, so I'm interested to see how that does. Uh, you know, but um, yeah, Tom and Jerry three point seven mil is great uh, for for the studio and great for their deal. Um, yeah, so I think going forward, like this is gives me more kind of makes me more optimistic for like a uh, Godzilla versus Kong and stuff like that. Um, I'm still not sure about Mortal Kombat, but I mean, but I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll see. Um, Cause that's, that's not much of a family kind of affair. That's more <laughs> of like a R rated, you know, dude, bro kind of movie. So yeah. And I I'll, think, I'll, I don't know, maybe it has spectacle, but I don't know if it has enough spectacle to like, yeah, I would agree. Like people. it's, there's, there's no actors and stuff that are like marketable in that movie. Um, you know, as far as like to bring people out, as far as like a name, like a big name attached to it. So yeah, we'll see how that something like that goes. You know, uh, Godzilla and Kong just has the names of Godzilla versus Kong, and that trailer is doing crazy numbers right now. So I'd be just, very interested. It has that feel. I mean, we've talked about it. Like, do you want to watch that at home? I don't. With, I just, yeah. You know, with your TV, with whatever yeah. sound system you have, or like in a freaking movie theater. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's something that I like. I'm still trying to figure out. Alex and I are trying to figure out how we want to do that and stuff because I do want to see that in IMAX before I watch it at home. I'll probably watch it again over the weekend at home, but like I do want to yeah. see something like that in IMAX, you know? So, um, yeah, all right, let's go to number two. What we got. All right, so coming in at number two is The Crudes, A New Age, which brought in another 1.21 million. And this bumped the crudes out of the top spot. And it's been in theaters for 14 weeks. It had a 29.6% drop. So far to date, The Croods, A New Age, has made $52.3 million domestic mm-hmm. and $156.1 million worldwide. So it is still just barely trailing Tenet, but it is yeah. very close to surpassing Tenet to be the highest grossing domestic release of the pandemic. This is honestly great for this movie. They only lost one theater and it's been in the, it's been in the top 5 for 14 weeks. So <laughs> this is I think this is great for the who who is this? Uh Universal. This is they have been doing I don't know what it is about their movies, but they have been doing much better than a lot of people would have given them credit for. Yeah. As far as their releases and their strategy and their plans. Um that's a good this this is good for that movie. 52 million in during a pandemic and during lockdowns and during certain states not being open. Um I think that's great for that. 
Yeah, uh, Universal, of course, they had that huge controversy early on in the pandemic that yeah. with um, AMC particularly. But ever since then, they came to that deal with AMC and movie theaters. And they've had like these quiet little successes left and right throughout the pandemic and just trucking along. And now we have Crudes, who is just less than three million behind Tenet. And you know the budget is less for Crudes. It never was expected to make nearly as much as Tenet at the box office. And here it is, just trucking along, unstoppable. <laughs> yeah, um, this is great. Yeah, it's good for them, you know. And even with Tom and Jerry coming out, you know, it didn't fall off the face of the earth this weekend. So it's still doing well. Plus, this doesn't factor in any of the VOD numbers because uh, I was one of the people who didn't see it in theaters. Our theaters weren't open, but I did rent it. I rented it when it became available to me. So I don't know if other families did that either, but it still has those numbers too. So, it, I mean, this is a great success in a time that we haven't seen many <laughs> for the What's crew. crazy about them is that this movie is already on Blu-ray. Yeah, it's already it up on all the, you know, all the, I don't, I forget which yeah. studio, I mean, which like, like H, not HBO, but it's, it's up on like, you know, like the uh, Showtimes and all that, all those kind of channels and stuff like that. It's already there. So, I mean, yeah, it just came good. out on Blu-ray, and it's yeah. still still making money at the box office. <laughs> yeah, this is this is pretty good. So, uh, yeah, and it just goes down to just the um, the family aspect of the movies that are doing well that we've that we've seen so far have been the uh, family films, and I mean they've already they already would have done well pre-pandemic, but it's looking like these are the ones that are attracting the most people right now. Yeah. Um, and then the smaller things, people are either watch, watching at home. Or they're skipping. So yeah. I mean, because yeah. looking at the entire top ten, the Crudes is the oldest movie in this entire top ten. Fourteen uh, weeks. Fourteen yeah. weeks, and everything else has fell under a million. But somehow the Crudes keeps trucking and is yeah. the only one that's able to still make more than a million dollars in a weekend out of all of these releases that have come out after it. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, next week I totally see like a uh, for next week I can totally see. Like a, uh, maybe like just maybe like a one point one or one million yeah. like at the brink, you know. So yeah. yeah, good, good for them. It's great. It's a great number. Uh, okay, number three. What do we got? So coming in at number three is another Warner Brothers film, and this time we have The Little Things, which is a Golden Globe nominated film. Uh, but The Little oh, Things God. brought in $925,000 in its fifth weekend of release. That mm -hmm. brings the thriller drama up to $12.9 million domestic and $23.2 million worldwide. Another film that does have the HBO Max and theatrical side-by-side -side release so i actually like i actually think this is um okay for i think actually i think this is good for week for week five uh a movie like this you know you have star power in the movie uh but you know it, it has the 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 word of mouth has been has been very lukewarm um you know you expect this movie and movie like this to do a little bit better but 12.9 once again week five i think that's okay that's that's pretty good in my eyes, it also you know? didn't receive much of a award buzz um yeah 
you know, because sometimes after nominations, those films get get that little bump. But this one, the Jared Leto nomination didn't seem to really go anywhere for its buds. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it didn't at all come, you know, compared to like what other ones have been doing as far as some a little bit of buzz and stuff like that, too. So. I mean, it'll be if, it, if he which I hope not. I'll just say mm-hmm. that right now. But if he does pull off an Oscar nomination, it'll be interesting if that is able to to give the film any sort of boost or not. But uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a nice number. It's on week five, just over a month. Um, yeah. Still hanging not. in there. <laughs> I hope it doesn't. I hope he doesn't get that. God, please, no. <laughs> you I know. It, you just put it in my head, and I'm like, oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, so, gosh. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think this is a good. And it's not not a giant drop, too, from last week, 22.9%. Yeah. Uh, did, it, even, it, it even lost a couple of, you know, 200 theaters. So this is yeah. good. I think this is a good number for, you know, week five, the little things. Um, and it's not a family film. It's R yeah. and yeah. stuff. So, yeah, this is good. Okay, number four. Coming in at number four, Wonder Brothers strikes again with Wonder Woman 1984, which brought in $710,000 in its 10th weekend of release, which is an 11% drop at the box office. But that brings DC's latest offering up to $43.6 million domestic and $161 million worldwide. Okay, so Wonder Woman week ten. So seven hundred thousand for week ten is actually pretty good. Um, you know, lost small amount of theaters. Um, you know, only a hundred. It's still in fifteen hundred theaters. It's still it's still in all all the theaters around here, probably because of this because of the scope of the movie. Um, but I think you know, I think seven hundred right now. Uh, Forty three million. Uh, you know, as far as domestic total is good i wanted an actual question about this hbo max thing and the uh and the you know compare and then the movie kind of release thing do you think these numbers would be the way they are if they were on another streaming service because for some reason like i I remember i think it was i don't know if it was a show with you and other people or a show with just me and Hannah. I don't remember. Or was it a, a world show? But I was like, I don't. Something about this HBO Max does not feel like it doesn't feel popular to me yet. Does that make any sense? You know, yeah. I don't know if it's like I haven't seen that much kind of marketing. But I'm trying to figure out how many people who just heard about these movies even know that they're in that 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 it's on HBO Max. So. I don't know, and and I'm trying to figure out what would happen if this was on like a like a, a Netflix service, or if these movies were on like a Disney Plus, like a Hulu, like what would the number be? Because I, I I don't hear about HBO Max unless I'm talking unless I'm on like Twitter or something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like outside of like social media, as far as like. Twitter and I see the couple of commercials they do that the big kind of reel of all their movies that's going to be on theaters and HBO Max but just I just feel like something is not hitting when it comes to that app I don't know I I don't know because a lot of these numbers feel like it's people who just 
hear, oh, it's um, because movies are not going to market that it's also on HBO Max, you know? So if you go to a theater, <clears throat> they're not going to they're not going to have on the billboard, but you can also watch it on HBO Max because they're like, no, we want you to spend money here. So and I really the, wonder. I mean, yeah, they, go ahead. they push it, but so I've seen the Godzilla vs. Kong trailers because I feel like there's quite a few little random iterations of it right now. Yep, yep. I've seen it on sports. Like I've seen it. It was obviously out there for like playoff weekend in the NFL. They show it during like the basketball games. They show it during NASCAR races. Yep. So they've been showing it a, a, on all the sports stuff. I've seen Godzilla um, vs. Kong, and it has the hbo max thing there but it's not it's not noticeable so it still seems like you know it's like like here's this new movie coming out in theaters and you don't really get the idea of i could still watch this at home if i want to even though the information's there they just they're not pushing that really because even like and i'm I'm sure people who are probably annoyed i mean if you're annoyed at the podcast you wouldn't be listening but people are probably like um, so tired of Dwayne's mom and his boss. What the fuck? But I, uh, my mom and I, you know, when we're together, she's like, you know, okay, so this weekend I was like, hey, um, I kind of want to see how movie theaters, you know, I want to kind of check out the movie theaters this weekend if you want to go. And we looked up a theater and she's like, okay, yeah, sure. And I'm, and, and I'm telling her what's out. And I was like, oh, I was like, uh, uh, you want to see this? And she's like, oh, yeah, sure. I was like, oh, yeah, that's already on HBO Max. And she's like, oh, it is? And I was like, yeah. Like, you didn't know? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel like no one knows that it's on it. I don't know how you can even push that more. But I feel like if she watches a bun- a lot of TV after work, you know, and on cable television, and yeah. even if you see a trailer and stuff, or like a or, or, or like their slate thing, I just feel like general audiences don't know about HBO Max. Yeah. And it's not like HBO Max is doing like two, has like two million. So it has what, like I think like 40 or like 30 or something million. So I just don't know. I'm kind of I mean, like. Yeah, we're talking about Wonder Woman. That definitely gave it a big boost. That's why they greenlit that third one like after its premiere because HBO clearly was somewhat happy with those numbers that it brought to the service. But. Yeah, but then like, like oh. the uh, yeah the other ones are like I don't hear about HBO Max unless I'm hearing about one of my friends talk about it or I I, I honestly have when is the last time a lot of people have heard about HBO Max besides I know people are gonna listen to this and be like oh it's, just, it's all over my timeline well yeah because all you follow is like film all of us nerds we all follow each other and it's all you're gonna see but I'm trying to go like outside of us how many people really know about hbo max i think that's why they want to change the name you, you heard that yeah. that rumor a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. I, because the name is not like i don't know because people are like i, H- I, I mean don't there's know. a million hbo's there's hbo hbo go hbo max and they're not connected it's just i mean ugh, it's the, true their their format is a hot <laughs> it's very true because i even said that last year when they started i said because I remember, like, I was talking to Colby, and he loves HBO Max, and right, rightfully so. But I was like, dude, what's the difference between that and, like, HBO, like, now? And he's like, oh, well, that's not in the other. Okay, so what's HBO Go? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, there's, like, 80 different, and then you have to include that with, you include that with the HBO channel. Yeah. So when you're talking to someone, like, oh, that show, that's on HBO Max. 
oh, so it's on HBO. I could just watch it at home on HBO. No, 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 HBO Max. What? (laughs) So I I just don't know. Like, I just don't. Because, like, listen, if you say something like a Disney Plus, you know what you're getting if you say that. What do you know besides, like, Game of Thrones and, like, Big Little Lies, I guess? What do you know? Which Do you know what you're getting when you say HBO Max? And like Honestly, a Netflix, I mean, I you, guess yeah. do people even know they're getting those because yeah, they're HBO shows. But we're like we just said, we're all like, what's the difference? What do you do? Yeah. Like they don't talk to each other. Their one subscription doesn't get you access to the other ones. Like I mean, it's just it's I don't true. Know. And some of them, and some of those movies that you would think that's on it, they are they not. vanish. Yeah, they <laughs> they're vanish. not on it. So I just think a lot of things could be done better here as far as like execution and hitting really hitting the mark on these things you know and i know they're trying to make it exclusive but the back titles i think they need to learn from disney plus because it has such a huge subscriber base from Mm -hmm. and people get mad because they're like oh disney just does nostalgia and that's what disney plus is you know it's the new marvel show or mandalorian but all the other content is just their back catalog of movies Mm -hmm. but that's what people that's what they subscribed for in the first place and hbo has the warner brothers films at their disposal for hbo max and i don't know i think they're trying to make this weird like exclusivity so they take it off but netflix doesn't take things off like that you know they will occasionally but it stays on there for quite a while disney even show that's so true anything off disney has just left it on there all the old disney movies true you know you're gonna get all the star wars movies once they're there they're there forever and marvel all that stuff hbo you're like oh i went to go watch a harry potter movie and it's not there anymore or I went to go watch a DC movie and it's gone. And it's like, no, people want that catalog. That's why they I think subscribe. I think you're right. Because listen, when you're in the theater and you see that WB logo, like, oh, cool. That's going to be on HBO Max later. And you go and it's just not there. <laughs> it's really it's really strange because like, like I said, Netflix, I have searched for shows that have been on there since its launch. That's there. You know what I mean? Like since Netflix is like 2010 or 11, whatever. Their original content, they still have the Marvel shows up on there. Larry, get on it. But they still have they still have they still have the Marvel shows on it. I'm not sure how long they're gonna keep it, or they could keep it, but um Yeah, but their just, original content doesn't disappear. Like the other ones that they lose rights to or whatever might disappear. Fine, but. yeah. But like the original stuff don't just and I feel like when you go on HBO, I think you need the, the I think the app needs the WB logo. It does I think it just needs that because they have TN shows from TNT on it. They have, uh, you know, they have mov- movies, the DC stuff, the, uh, you know, like a star is just like a uh, star is born and popular movies. But I feel like what people are still conveying it as is the HBO channel. Just yeah. it's, it's on the app. So that's why what's what happens when you go from HBO go now and max you just start you start to lose that like consistency of like okay so which one is which could you imagine did like could you imagine let netflix now netflix forever netflix go netflix plus like what <laughs> like what no it's just yeah. netflix or so i think they need a rebranding i just think they need to hit that harder than like a i don't know they just need to hit that uh, that better than what they 
I don't know. Marketing all around this studio is such a disaster. I just don't get it. Like they need a, they need WB in that in that logo. Like WB something. I'm tired of plus, but something. I guess if you say if you do Warner Brothers plus, I mean, I mean that works. It plus is all over the place, or but it, everyone knows what that. If you want to, yeah, Warner Brothers Max or something WB Max. I don't know. It needs it needs some kind of remarketing. Even like the interface is like i was using it i was yes on my playstation yesterday i was like scrolling it and i'm like this is i mean this is it just needs to be cleaner and i don't know it needs work it just needs some type of some work you know they need to do a better job of just advertising themselves like they made this big move so now they need to find a way to advertise themselves as the service that gives you theater movies at home like yeah like something right they haven't made it clear enough that general audiences just know uh like the little things just came and went particularly with hbo max obviously tom and jerry is getting box office numbers and i've seen actually on you know film twitter timelines i'm surprised at how many people i've seen watch it already this weekend Mm -hmm. on their hbo max subscriptions but again those are people who know that it's there so it's just like you know it comes and goes I f- they did a pretty good job with Wonder Woman of marketing that hey this is coming and debuting on HBO Max, but since then and Wonder Wonder Woman was around that deal when the deal finalized too, yeah. you know. So, but yeah, go ahead. But since then, I don't think they've done a good enough job at saying where everything is coming to HBO Max the same time as theaters or finding mm. a way to to get that message to people. It just it has it. None of their marketing has really come together, I don't think. Yeah, and I mentioned that a couple of weeks. I'm just like, I don't know, something is not hitting for me as far as like this app. I have it, and I, you know, I because of course I think I go I go back and use it here and there and stuff like that. And I like I like I think it's a good app. I just think things need to be better. I think, but I think that's the case with a lot of apps. And I'm not just targeting this one. I think a lot of apps can use like a rebrand kind of interface kind of thing too. But um, this is supposed to be competition to the big dogs. And I don't, it feels like around where a Hulu and a Prime Video are. You know what I mean? It feels like in that camp more than it feels like, oh, this is like the A1 service like one of the one of the big you know what i mean like you, you get what i'm saying like yeah it, it it feels like around the camp of like uh i won't say peacock i think peacock and stuff like that is a little bit under but you know i think it's around the middle the middle of the pack as far as like hulu and a prime video it doesn't feel like a netflix disney plus yet to me at least to me you know so yeah. i don't know because they need to i don't know, do something but um let's get back into the box office number five lastly Number five, we're breaking back away from Warner Brothers for the final spot. And we have Open Road Films, which has The Marksman, which brought in 700000 in its seventh week of release. That brings mm-hmm. the Liam Neeson latest action film up to $12.345 million domestic and $16.28 million worldwide. The Marksman. What is this? This is the movie with Liam Neeson, I think. Yeah, it's the Liam Neeson like defending the young Mexican boy at the Arizona border. Oh, I saw that. And I, uh, it's our it's our <laughs> annual Liam Neeson action movie. Mm, white savior, <laughs> boring. Oh, God. I uh, saw this trailer a long time ago, and I said, okay. 
Um, as far as just from Liam Neeson. Yeah, seventh week. I mean, in the top five. This is still good. Twelve point three. This is all right. You know, this is good. And then, like outside the top five, some awards contenders. We have Nomadland. It's chilling at number six with five hundred twenty-eight thousand. Oh, it's only got a million so far. It's yeah, really it's like I said, we said this when we started going back in the box. Uh, the indies are dying. They're getting killed. Like they are in a, they are in us on a sinking ship. And, and I don't cool. want people to be like get like I don't want people to get mad and be like, dude, Dwayne, you know, he, what? I'm not making fun of it, but this is horrible. These numbers for the indies, even like a I thought promising young woman would open to at least like five. What did it do that opening weekend? Like nine hundred? Yeah, I was it like, didn't oh. even get, it didn't even break a million. These and indies are yeah. The sad ahead. thing is, it's not you don't get as big of an awards boost with the Golden Globes as you do the Oscars, but you sure, still yeah. get some. You still get like a little boost for those small films and then a bigger boost if they win the Globe and then an even bigger boost when it comes to the Oscars. The indies are getting crushed even with the awards attention. Like Nomadland, it it added 25 theaters and only went up 5%. It's barely made a million dollars. It's now also on Hulu, so it's just there. Judas and the Black Messiah, unfortunately, has been overlooked a lot by these Golden Globes and the awards. Oh, it's but, horrible, yeah. Uh, it ha- it's up to $4 million, and it has that HBO Max deal, too. Promising Young mm-hmm. Woman is up to $5 million total after all this time. After They're 10 just, weeks, that's The Meritanian crazy. also got that nomination. News of the World got that nomination. Meritanian at- only has 500000 <laughs> Yeah, this is horrible. Like, I don't know what it is. The indies, News of the World is like the only other one. I was like, okay, yeah. 11 million. Yeah, it's done uh, pretty well, but. Come rest... play. I don't know what's wrong with Sean. Come play, but come play, 10 million. But that's over 18 weeks. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, uh, yeah, the, the indies, I mean, we've said it pretty much ever since this whole thing started. They're going to get crushed. If once theaters start not being as big a factor, indies get crushed and we're already seeing it and i mean i guess we'll see once oscar nominees are released if that helps at all but Mm -hmm. so far it has not helped them even in the slightest bit (laughs) uh yeah it's sad Larry, what the hell is this movie down here? The Violent Heart, 54 weeks in the box. What? <laughs> I <laughs> but, have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay, in all, in all honesty, so this is only tw- 19 movies in the, you know, box office kind of chart. Um, I don't know what's going on with indies. I, I, I feel so bad because I just fear, I think the big, the big, uh, studio night the big like chain theaters are going to be fine at the end of this you know like an amc and regal and all those but when i think about some of the some of my favorite indie theaters that are in boston they are like struggling because like struggling they constantly are sending emails about donations and this and that and i've donated to a few to try to do what i can but man i i'm so disappointed because a lot of people came a lot of people came to the defense of AMC when they were struggling hard but and I and I'm happy for that because you know AMC is my favorite theater chain to go to I have the A-list and I have all of that you know I I'm comfortable yeah. with that theater I go to a Regal here and there but AMC is my go to 
But I also, with those slow weekends, I go to indies theaters and I go see the movies that you don't really get in a lot of those big chains. Like, a, like what's an indie that, that cuts come out recently that I have caught in like an indie, well, that I would catch at like an indie theater? You know, some of the, some of the, uh, okay, some of the, like some of the Sundance stuff, you know, like most of those would be at indie theaters. And, uh, it's just sad to see these numbers for indie movies not do so well because we knew what would do what would help the indie films are people that are really really interested in movies or us and a lot of us aren't really going to the theater right now and they're, they're suffering because general audiences generally do not care about going to see these movies and they're suffering really bad and it's really sad you know yeah it is um, okay, any other stories from the top from the top twenty, I guess. God, nineteen. Uh, there's not uh. really much. I think that's just about it on the box office this week. So family films on the up and up and next week we'll see another family film probably take over that top spot. And I really hope to see Ryan the Last Dragon do well. So we'll see. Same, same, same. Yeah, I want it to uh I'm I'm praying for Ryan and the Last Dragon. We also have a couple of other movies. I don't know if you have it. In, ooh, I don't know if you have it in front of you about, about like what's coming, <laughs> like what's coming out. But um, we have a couple of good ones coming up soon. Ryan and the Last Dragon. I think the the following week is something. Let's see. Coming. Obviously, before Godzilla and the Snyder Cut, um, which are coming. Snyder soon Cut's not well. in theaters. Not in theaters. Yeah. I think it's releasing in theaters as well. Is it really? Oh. I thought it wasn't going to be in theaters. Oh, we have Cherry coming out too. Oh, yeah. Cherry comes out um, in theaters. And yes. obviously on... I mean, it's out in, what, like like four theaters right now. I mean... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm interested to see how that does. So March right now, March oh, Chaos 5th. Walking. Chaos Walking is next weekend. I don't know these other ones, sorry. Uh, but then March 12th, we have Cherry. Um... March 16th, I don't know, SAS, Red Notice, I don't know what that is. Uh, March 19th, we have a couple of kind of smaller films that might be coming out, might not be. Uh, March 26th, we have Nobody. I don't have the Snyder Cut here on the on the release calendar. Uh, yeah, this one has the Snyder Cut. I mean, okay. they just list it as HBO Max, but they just list Godzilla vs. Kong as HBO Max, too. I'm almost 100% positive Snyder Cut is being released into theaters, too. What is Nobody? Why am I not? Nobody sounds familiar. Nobody. I know, I'm like, it sounds familiar, nobody. and I can't. It's, uh, Toby Maguire. it's like a John oh. Wick. It's like a J- John oh, Wick kind of. Well, uh, <laughs> sorry. It's... I just yeah, saw it and yeah. was like, oh, no, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, it, it looks like a it's like the John, Sorry, like a play on John Wick. It's like it's like a play on John Wick. Oh um, God, I just know poor. I mean, I'm gonna go see it, but poor Chaos Walking's about to get killed next week. You gotta go and see it. Like, go, uh, go see it. Oof. Yeah, I'm gonna go see it. Coming uh, <laughs> uh, America's next week, but that's all only on. Uh, that's on Amazon. That's Prime a Prime Video, video yeah. only. So I mean, there's there's some coming out that hopefully do something. What's Long Weekend? Let's take that's, a look. That's releasing by Sony into theaters nationwide. What what date? I didn't even see it here. Jim, Long ooh, Weekend. What is this? This is like some little romance. <laughs> <laughs> With Finn Whitrock and Zoe Chow. Oh no! I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, no, this won't be making an impact. Uh, so, yeah, we have Raya, uh, Chaos Walking, Kong vs. Godzilla. It's Cher- uh, Cherry getting expanded, and I'm pretty sure Zack Snyder's Justice League to a point. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, because people were like, Who "Are you really going to fuck sit is sitting there for four, four hours?" hours. Fuck let me just off. double check. I'm almost. <laughs> let me see. I have to double check it now. Yeah, is it in theaters or not? I don't. I I did not hear. I don't think it is. I feel like is the Snyder cut going? <laughs> we're all here on Google. Um, <laughs> I know. I'm being precise. Is the Snyder cut? Yeah, it has a 10-minute intermission for the movie theaters. 10 minutes? <laughs> yeah, see, that's why I'm saying. In February, they revealed it will be going to movie theaters. So uh, it's, it's getting that same release with a 10-minute intermission. To, are you going to the theater for this? No, I'm sorry. Bless no. you. I was about to say, bless your hearts. Bless uh, all, your, will, all your hearts. I, I will watch no. the Snyder Cut, y'all, but I will be watching it at home because that is too Yes. Much. I will be starting. When is it? When is the date? March. March eighteenth. Hey, listen, it's not even because if this was like a bigger theater, a bigger movie. I mean, it is. But if it was like a, I don't. If it was shorter, I go to the theaters. If you think I'm sitting for four hours, uh, listen, my ass was cr- my ass was cramping in Endgame, and now you tell me another hour. Oh no, no, no. And especially right now, like, you're like, I don't want to be in that theater, you know, I'll go for a while, but for four hours, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be taking oh, my mask no. off like that to, like, eat and drink, <laughs> but I'm about to be dying of thirst by the end. Like, no. <laughs> if uh, Yeah, I'd rather be home. I'd rather start it, like, in the morning. Yeah. 10-minute intermission. I guess that the intermission helps. They were gonna do intermissions for Endgame, and then they thought that it was it breaks the flow of the movie, you know, during test screenings because they did they did a couple of test screenings yeah. with intermission, and they I guess what they were struggling with was where do we put it in at? You're like where do we put it in at? I th- you know what I think would have been a great a great yeah. spot for intermissions in Endgame, the uh mm-hmm. the f- like as soon as they time travel like you know when when Black Widow's like see you in a minute. And they go yeah. through the little wormhole intermission right there, and then you come back for like other ten minutes. I think right he in that. He says he built it in. Uh, yeah, this is the Zack Snyder quote: "If ever the movie's <sighs> able to be viewed in the cinema, we have a ten-minute intermission, which is built into the movie. It has a beautiful suite of music, so that adds an extra ten minutes to the film as well." Okay. Okay. So, I mean, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not doing I mean, again, yeah, that. I'm watching it at home, so I can make an intermission whenever I feel like. <laughs> But. Yeah, yeah, I have a, <clears throat> I have a um, good TV for for the Snyder <laughs> Cut. I'm ex- I'm so excited. I'm excited to see it. Uh, you know, I st- I I am. I am excited to see it and stuff. I'm just everything around it gets me so angry. But I am happy for him as a person to to have this come out. Um, even though they are burying it to the oof, they haven't said a word about this damn thing since like the trailer. He said, "Here you go, yeah. oof, figure it out." <laughs> they, they they're burying this movie and they're burying everything as far as the past of DC, besides like the ones besides like Aquaman and Wonder Woman and stuff. So we'll see how it all goes. Yeah. Um, all right, everyone, that is it uh, for today's episode of the box office beatdown show i appreciate you guys all for listening once again larry i appreciate you as well why don't you let everyone know they can follow you you can find me on youtube as well as twitter and instagram all at lc screen talk
All right. And you can follow me on um, Twitter and Instagram at Cinemaniac94. And as far as the podcast, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Cinemania World. And Larry and I will be back next week to talk about talk about Ryan the Last Dragon. Um, just watched it. It's pretty good. So I'm excited to see what everyone thinks about that and as far as the numbers go. So we'll be back next week to talk about it. Thank you guys for, for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Larry. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.